Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Retro Rewind. Today, we're riding unicycles. And if you don't have a unicycle, then I guess you could just sit on a bar stool and pretend. And sitting on me with a bar stool that is wide enough for two people so it's not awkward is Craig. Hi, you just said sitting on me on a bar stool. Sitting on me with, ah, damn it, I told you, you, you flip it right side up and then you sit on it. Don't sit on it upside down. Anyway, yes, today we are talking about Uniracers. And this was a game that was designed by DMA Design and released in 1994 in North America. And then Europe people didn't get it till 1995. And yes, it is that DMA Design that turned into Rockstar North and made a bunch of games that you know about. So... Craig? Yes? Had you played Uniracers before? I have never, never played the game. I'm curious as to... I recognise it. This is the thing. I recognise it, but I've never played it. I never had a SNES as a child. Put it that way. Well, they say you're supposed to get SNES as a child. That way it's not so bad when you get SNES as an adult. Oh, God, it's one I of those things. I think if you things. get SNES as an adult, it can kill you. Yeah. Oh, better watch out then. Okay, anyway. On to the game. So, so you've never heard of it. Uh, my history is is this. When we were about ready to move away from Philly, so I can't really peg it to a year. I was around 10 or 11, I think. And there was a place, a rental place, that would have old NES games and Master System and Genesis games. You could rent five of them for $5 for five nights. It's good times, good times. And they also had the same deal for, like, old black and white movies. So I guess that's why you know, I grew up watching black and white movies. So every week, my dad would say, all right, pick five games. There you go. So, you know, that's how I played a whole bunch of old NES games and stuff. Except there was always that one game with unicycles on it that was, like, right next to the end of, of the SNES, which bordered that, you know, NES country where I used to live. And I'm like, one day I will get you. So one day I forego five NES games for one SNES game. And that was this. And deep in my heart, I was very disappointed that I didn't get to f- get five games. Mm-hmm. And it always kind of colored me with this game of like, was it bad? Was it good? I don't know. So I figured this is the perfect medium to check and see if Universers is indeed a good game worth foregoing five NES games for a week. So in case you've never played it, Uniracers is kind of the SNES's way of saying, no, look, we can do fast like Sonic. And it's a racing game where you're on a pipe, a tube. Pipe, pipe. It looks almost identical to the pipes from the Windows 95 screensaver. Oh my gosh, it does. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> wow, that, that'll take me back. Yeah. So, 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 um, another digression here, Craig, uh, what was your screensaver? Was it pipes or was it that cool like 3D maze thing that Windows 95 oh, used God. to have? I think I had the pipes for a while, but did it not have stars? Was there not stars going through space? Oh, yeah, there was like flying through space. Yeah, I think it was flying through space. And then I figured out you could have custom text. So custom text, you know, like Craig is cool or something. Oh, see, so you, you didn't immediately go to, you know, just writing butts everywhere? No. I, unfortunately, I wasn't oh. that imaginative as a child. Oh, I was a butts kid. Oh. Totally. Anyway. You're still so, a butts so man. Talk us... <laughs> no, I'm actually not. I've grown out of being a butts man. I'm a testicles man, as every man should be. 
Um, so talk us through your first play of this. Well, what do you think this game? Well, as I noted earlier in a certain uh, green room. Oh, yes. It's interesting. It's sad that Mike isn't here tonight. It's very interesting because the first thing you notice when you get into single player and you've got a list of, what, 18 or 20 racers to pick from, uh, the racers themselves have names like Julie and Beth, except those aren't names. It's names like that, you know, like normal names. But it's only unicycles. There are no people. Uh, I yep, yep. No people on these unicycles. No people. No, no people. Jesus. No people. <laughs> but what I did notice is that there was a Dave, there was a Craig, and there was a Mike, which was just, I don't, I don't know, I was just blown away by this. I was like, wow, do I want to play as me? Or do I want to play as Dave? Or do I want to play as Mike? And I was kind of, I had a big debate with myself before picking Now, see, Craig. I played as Craig for a did good you? portion of my time. <laughs> yes, wow. played as Craig. So, you remember last episode, Craig, when we said, uh, how fast we deviate tends to be an indicator. (laughs) Right. Okay. First play, picked Craig. Uh, Straight into it. It's a fairly simple thing. You lean forward, you go forward, you can break, you can jump, and you can press a R and L to rotate round and flip and do lots of stunts. Uh, Dead simple. I mean, this is one of those games where you can just pick it up and go wee and play it. There's not. Um, yeah, that, that's interesting of how late this is, how simple it uh-huh. is. It's, it's like, I mean, sure, you can do tricks and you do the 360 while you're spinning mm-hmm. and it's all cool, but it's very simple. It is. There's, there ain't a lot to it. There, okay, right, I, I take that back a wee bit. There isn't a lot to the game itself, but I think there's a lot in the whole presentation. I did a wee bit of exploring and I went into leagues and all of the leagues said not defined. And I was like, not defined? What the hell does that mean? And I, I thought, I've got a dodgy ROM here or something. So into the options, and then you could define a league in the options, and you could set six leagues to have with different friends, so that whenever a different friend was round, you would have your own wee league, and you could race against each other, and it would track times, and keep a league table for your friends. And I just thought, that's fantastic, That that's really, really, really cool. You could, not only could you define leagues, you could define players, so you could go in and change the names of players, and all that, and customize the colors i thought it was great that that bit of now it was just... that strikes me as very like european sensible world of soccer mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 because i've never seen like like a racing game have predefined leagues like that it's the... ever and to have it in uniracers of all things it's genius like not in like virtual racer or, you know ridge racer or any of those good mm-hmm. racing games no it's in uniracers i mean that's that's fair enough, but Unira- I think the thing with Uniracers is the races are short, like 30, 40, they are very 50 short, seconds yes. for a race. You can sit and battle through hundreds of races with somebody and just be like, this is just, it's fantastic. You need some way to keep track of that. Whereas Red Racer, you're like, I was 3 minutes 40, what were you? Uh, 3 minutes 32. <laughs> Damn. Um, Wait, um, okay, so... so- the tracks are not usual racing tracks. They are, like we said, the Windows 95 mm-hmm. pipes where you're stuck to the pipe unless you jump. So if you're going up a straight vertical, you will continue up that vertical until you jump. And that's when gravity will grab you. So there's a lot of uh, loop-de-loops and curly cues, And you're going through all these 
you know what it kind of reminds me of? You ever see those toys where you put a marble in and it goes down those weird tracks full of, you know, the marble works, I think they're called. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's kind of that kind of track. It's definitely not a racing game track. And because of that, I find it very hard to remember, okay, I have to jump here. I have to jump there. Like this map design, I guess, for back of letter, is so Teflon for my brain. And that's my dog. <laughs> oh, do you mean literally? I mean, or... Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, that's a very common saying over here. You just end a sentence with, that's my dog. I don't know if you're being serious or not. (laughs) It's like Bob's your uncle, you know? And that's my dog. Really? No, my dog's barking out back. Are you being serious? No! All right, it's actually your dog. dog's out back barking. I don't know if it's going to pick up or not. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're totally ending this podcast with, that's my dog. Oh, no. My, um, My problem wasn't so much with the the jumpiness of it or anything i I like to if you learn the levels enough it gets very very fast because every time you do a trick you speed up a wee bit and it stacks up to three times or something but my problem was if you are heading right you go up a vertical you curve around left when you land you've got to remember to change to hold down left the amount of times it didn't do that it was just or when you know yeah it just shoots you straight up and you're like oh crap do i go left or do i go right yeah and you have to make that split second decision yeah but it's good it's very fast paced very simple okay all right so so i'll agree with you on every point this is not a bad game this is a game that has an interesting concept that in the end it turns out that interesting concept isn't worth a full game you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you have interesting ideas for either a TV show episode or a movie. This kind of took an interesting TV show episode and turned it into a movie. I think this would have benefited kind of, well, kind of like the last game, where the last game, Alien Soldier, would have benefited from a controller with more buttons on it. Mm-hmm. This would have benefited from a more modern, bite-sized game. Or, you know what, even a handheld yeah. This would have worked good on a handheld. It it would have and it's not it's not a terrible game. This is not not the point. Yeah. I hope that's not your point. It's not it would certainly not be my point because it is fun. But it is it's just a like a mini game. It just feels like a mini game, which is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I mean I mean putting this in, in perspective, I mean, would you pay sixty dollars for this and then be satisfied? Uh, no. This is this is putting it back to your story. You bought this instead of five I didn't buy it. I rented it. Oh, you rented it instead of five yeah. NES yeah. games. And that's... that would. I was disappointed then. Mm-hmm. But not because it's a so, bad game, but because it just doesn't feel like a full release. No, like, I mean, could you imagine... Ha- and it doesn't even have the legs of something like F-Zero. No. Where you'll sit and you'll do all the cups because all the new tracks are really cool. I couldn't imagine sitting down and trying to do all the cups in one go. No, no. That would be mind-numbing boring. It would. But this is one of those ones where probably better with friends. And maybe that's where the leaks come into their own. Yeah, yeah, maybe that would, maybe, you know, either that or even like a party night situation. Mm. Where you can just rotate and it's a new person every, what was it, like 55 seconds? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe on a party night, something like this would be fun. I mean, the the odd thing, again, isn't how do we fix this game? Because I don't think the game needs to be fixed. It's how do you use it? I like your thinking. You, you think very, very sanely about these things, don't you? I, I, well, I try. Actually, I have somebody locked in the closet where they give me sane questions to ask. And I just repeat them. Hmm. Right now, I'm still thinking about riding a unicycle. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
a slight side note. Side note I learned, yes. not from Wikipedia, but from somewhere else I was reading about it. It's probably in Wikipedia anyway, because Wikipedia has everything useless. Um, Pixar sued DMA, and they had to yeah. cease production of the game because the unicycle looked like a unicycle from a Pixar shot. How? Uh, I... Well, yeah, that, that is weird. And you know what? If, if you look at this and you look at the unicycles, it does kind of look very Pixar. Yeah. Like, the way they have the races, like, you know, the the racers nod their little seats, which I'm guessing are their heads mm-hmm. when they win. It reminded me a lot of the Pixar lamp. Yes, yes, exactly. And I don't know if it's because I read that and then played it or if it was just a natural kind of conjunction. Mm-hmm. No, I... I... I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it's it's um it's mind-boggling anyway. It 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 is mind-boggling. Now here's a question for you, sir. Okay. Let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're not we're not gonna get that much more uh play out of this game, let's uh let's fill out some time with Rockstar. Oh God. Um, how do you feel about Rockstar overall? Yeah, like like I mean, is it is it a big deal when Rockstar? Hey, there's gonna be a new Grand Theft Auto. I would probably err on the side of yeah. Really? Yeah, I met I met one of hmm. the ex Rockstar developers. One of the founders broke off to go and develop games for education. So I went to a gaming conference that was actually kind of half gaming, half my work related in education, and folk were developing uh-huh. games to teach kids various topics there was like a you had to beat cancer but it was a first person shooter inside the human body that kind of thing oh okay yeah and the guy the guy that had left rockstar to go and make these games had made a really awesome shooter that asked you pop quiz questions and the more questions you got right the longer you got to play the shooter it was incredible, and he was really passionate about it. And it was—it's that kind of guy. I imagine at that time, Rockstar was just full of really passionate, awesome people. I think. See, that is so weird, Craig. Why? Because when I, you know, what? I don't know if, like, okay, because let's see, Rockstar, I would imagine likes to portray a personality that doesn't necessarily reflect their own. Mm-hmm. And I think I've let the portrayed personality of the Grand Theft Auto people sink in a little too much. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Because I don't like Grand Theft Auto, never have, except Vice City, and that's only because I'm a sucker for the 80s. Mm-hmm. Vice City is particularly good. And so, you say Rockstar North, I think frat boys. I don't necessarily think people like that. And there's nothing against frat boys. No. It's just, you know, they tend to get on my nerves. No. Um, with something like Red Dead Redemption, it was like, oh my gosh, this game is amazing. Like, I'm kind of sad there are less Red Deads than there are Grand Theft Autos. That'll soon be rectified um, so at some point. In They're going to release like seven of them? <laughs> the 20, 2045 or something like that. Um, I'm disappointed that there are more Grand Theft Autos than both Red Dead Redemption and Max Payne, because I am a absolute max, massive Max Payne fan. I absolutely really? I didn't know that. Love, I, I love it. I absolutely love Max Payne. It's. I played the first two. Mm-hmm. I haven't played three yet. And I mean, the first two are the Alan Wake people. Like, that's Remedy. Yes, yes it is. You're right, the third one's... Um, Which they deserve medals, because those guys are cool. The whole thing, the whole franchise um, is good. Max Payne, not the film. Was, three was good? Yes. They were all, 
Dave, oh, okay. like, see if there was ever some sort of platform where you could have, I, <sighs> I don't know, play a series of games. Craig, you need to stop living in the fantasy world. <sighs> All right. I would totally... This is the final time I would, I'm talking to you about that fantasy. I would totally play <laughs> Max Payne. Oh, my God. That was that was just. I, I took a second what? to you know sink what? in. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I may, I may take you up on that offer. Maybe we'll do Max Payne next on this unnamed sequel related show. So this leads me to the question, sir: mm-hmm. Has Rockstar, other than John Marsden, created a icon character? Because yeah, you've got like the Grand Theft Auto 4 guy mm-hmm. and the Grand Theft Auto Santa. I might give you I can't remember the kid's name from Bully. I've never played Bully. I never have either. Nah. Like, you know, more than ten minutes at a friend's house. The best character so, Rockstar have ever given the world is Cole Phelps. I in my own personal, probably slightly wrong opinion. Well, it can't be wrong because it's personal, but he's a fantastically complex character. I should have recognized that right off the bat. I should have recognized that you would have played and loved L.A. Noir. <laughs> can't now see. I that is a game I am very interested in. And I'll probably pick up the PS4 remaster. Mm-hmm. But when I played it, Kelsey walked in like halfway through a mission. I was like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's L.A. Noir. I want to watch." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll start over again." Uh-huh. And then. We got to about there was a, there was a mission where you find a car, and there's like a matchbook in the back, and you go and question the wife. Okay, yeah. And that was about where we got it before something else popped up, and it was like, okay, we're switching over to that. I don't remember what it was, uh, and I never got to finish. Oh my god! I know god. what the story is. Yeah. I'm glad that didn't say too much. I listened much to a podcast more there, about it. Honestly. <laughs> oh no no, it's fine. Like I know about the. Uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers. I know about, like, the Vietnam stuff okay. and what happens at the end. Yeah, okay, right, fair That enough. makes me want to play it more. Yeah. But, yeah, I completely forgot. He's a very, very good character. Let's play that. Let's play Hellion Noir as well at some point. <laughs> I'd actually be um, interested to what the remaster did with the interrogation stuff, because I know they changed it from the... Uh, what's a nice way to put how the interrogation worked? They changed it from the odd way that it worked... The oddly... Oh, I think I know what your hint... Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, they, they, they changed it. I, 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 I like. Are it. you talking about the problem I had? Well, my problem was you would click, like, doubt, and then Cole would punch them in the mouth and call them a liar. And you're like, no, I meant to just doubt. Yeah, yeah. Don't call them a murderer. <laughs> That's, there's that, and there's the overly expressive... Is he lying? Is he not lying? And then at some point his jaw drops and you're like, oh, he's surprised. So sometimes they were overacting, sometimes they were underacting. You yeah. Could pl- instead of saying doubt, I think they've changed the wording of that to either m- more explain oh, good. what'll happen or to give you a fuller or an easier way to get through the interrogation. There's something fundamental changed with the game. But that, honestly, Eleanor Cole Phelps, Rockstar's finest character. I, I will disagree and say Marsden because Marsden did they did one thing with Red Dead Redemption that impressed the ever loving hell out of me. Okay, so Marsden is a married character, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a sticky wicket there because he's married in an open world game, which means you generally bone down whenever you can. Yes, but they wouldn't let you hmm. with Marsden because that would go against his character. Yeah, yeah. 
And in 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 from a a group of people that are all about you know making games like Manhunt that are meant to shock you, and you know you know you get a hooker, you kill her, mm-hmm. you take the money back, that kind of thing. That really impressed me that they stuck to his character. Yeah. I think that decision like that. though, further down the line, when he eventually gets shot, if he had boned someone else. A good majority of people might be like, oh, well, he deserved to die. He was a shitbag. Yeah, yeah. It made him very sympathetic of, no, this is this is a good guy. Mm-hmm. He just kind of wants to... I like Marzin so much. I loved that character. Yeah, it's good. So we're going to take Phelps. Mm-hmm. We're going to put him in a pit with yeah. Marsden. Yeah. We're going to give them both Wiffle Bats, and then we'll see who wins. That's Wiffle Bats good. Uh, Marsden's uh, one failing, I would say, which kind of... I don't want to put it out there in case it ruins it, but he did produce Jack, who's a whingy little... Oh, that is true. Oh, Jack. Now, see, I must not have had that expansion to uh, Red Dead Redemption, because my game ended right right there. It was pretty cool, too. <laughs> it was a great ending. That, that's that got to be, while that game is fantastic, that has to be one of the worst choices, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just on the story, they should have ended it right there maybe had Jack's DLC that nobody would have ever bought. Aye, that, so that this has been a very interesting conversation about Red Dead Redemption. We even mentioned Manhunt, mm-hmm. some LA Noir. Yes. Um, we didn't mention Uniracers a whole lot. We didn't. You know, if you think we might have done this game injustice, try it out and not just play it for three minutes. Try playing it for like a half hour. It gets old fast, so give it a shot. I'm curious if, like, Uniracer is like, oh, dude, that was me and my friends. It was our favorite racing game. I'm very curious to hear it. And if you do have anything like that, you you know, you know the drill. It's Facebook, Google, you know. What you did there was you very eloquently, delicately, and fairly put into words my <laughs> summary of the game. You know, it just does get old a wee bit quick. And it's not even that big a game that it can get old just playing through it. There's only 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 different tracks or something ridiculous. I don't know. And different is in quotations it, there because... Yeah. It's not like Mario Kart where each track has its own distinctive awesome feature. It's all pipes, man. And they all just go left or right or up or down. And I think... I want that on a tombstone. <laughs> just this grave in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Maybe a little crumbly. And etched in the front is, it's all pipes, man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, which is a shame because I think overall... It's a perfectly well-made game. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, Meh. Yeah. So, speaking of things that get old, Craig. Yes. I, um... I think now would be a good time to introduce the next thing we're going to do. Yes. So, while recording the last one and this one, me and Craig had an idea that um, we're going to have kind of a high score challenge. And, it'll be just, you know, it'll be a normal episode. It's just not one that either of us pick. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do Namco Museum Volume 3. So, if you happen to have a PlayStation mm-hmm. with a disc or maybe you buy it on PSN, whatever... Give it a shot, and we'll see if your scores can stack up to us <coughs> game masters, as we are well known. I thought that was just Mike. <sighs> I, you know, I think if you have one in your group, oh, oh, the oh, title all... covers everybody. Because yeah, that's actually right, because I remember Alien Soldier, we both got past stage 10, didn't we? 
and that was the benchmark well, for Games Master. I got past stage nine. I was on stage <laughs> ten, so technically, <laughs> technically, yes, you're right. And uh, I don't. I still don't forget that. Now, out of the bosses you saw, you know, stage nine and below, which was your oh, no. I still remember that Sorry. until the day I die, Craig. Oh, my God. Um, but yes, so, Craig, just really quick, Namco arcade games. Are you a Dig Dug man? Are you a Miss Pac-Man? Are you... God. A Miss Pac-Man man? No, Dig Dug, Dig Dug is fantastic. Dig Dug represents what is great about arcade gaming. I think, in general, Dig Dug is a monster. Blowing things up as with an air pump? Yeah. Well, I've been playing Castlevania wrong. No. Nah, All th- right, I then. Think, I think you are. You've been playing Castlevania wrong. And now I'm I'm way more of like a uh, a Pac-Man man than I am of a Digman man. Oh. Yep. Even though, even though, did did we not do? We we did, right? I can't remember what we did. We did Mr. Driller, right? We did do Mr. Driller, which is why Dig Dug okay, will be so, awesome as well. Yeah, that's a good. So we did, we did his great-great-grandson, and now it is time to bring it back to the old people. You ever played Mappy? Mappy, yes, Mappy's great. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Mappy's great. Just, just checking. Um, you're a mouse in a cop outfit. Yeah. Is there any way to make that better? Uh, no, no, there is not. Rockstar's finest exactly. character. Rockstar's finest character is Mappy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see you next time where we talk about some old arcade games and we may measure certain appendages of our bodies when it comes to high score. Yes. So. Craig, say goodnight to the fine gentleman. And ladies. And that's my dog. And that's my dog. <laughs>